Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio with me this morning is my co-host and co-pilot and sometimes counselor, James Muncie. Good morning, Muncie. Morning, buddy. How are you? You know how I am? We're back! It's been a while, man. God, that, that sounded like it was in a stadium. So, new we season. We need to get in the stadium. New season of the Great People Show. It's been a long time, bro. Yeah, been a couple months, but uh, glad to be back. Glad we're back. It, is, it has been too long. Glad you dusted the uh, cobwebs off the studio here. Well, I had to clean up the place. Yeah. I mean, it had gotten a little shabby since uh, we had taken some time off. And thanks, everyone, for being here. Letting us being a part of your journey every week, we bring to you the insights and inspirations to live different in your life. And we took a little bit of time off. We did. It's like a summer sabbatical mm-hmm. because it's a little chilly outside. So started to feel like, well, we need to get back in the studio. It's getting cold again. It is. Winter is upon us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they call it the false fall. But yeah, is that is that the the, the real term? Why not? Yeah. So I took a little time off. Uh, James took some time off. I had some surgery. I actually alluded to that in our last show, where yeah. we said pain is the ultimate call to action. Which, by the way, we got a lot of great feedback on. And um, and then you took a wonderful trip with your family across country to uh, make some memories with them. Yeah. And uh, we're getting back in the swing of things. Yeah. So glad to have you back in here. Well, glad to be back in here. All right. Right Looking on, brother. Good. What are we uh, What are we doing today? So I've been thinking, obviously, we've had a lot of time to think about this. Yeah. So the, probably one of the biggest things I struggle with the title of our show is it can sometimes feel like a huge leap for people, like the whole term of great and greatness and to be great. I'm hoping everybody listening wants to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's that's a goal. And I spent some time this week with a client, and one of the things that we do up front in a new group is I ask the question, it's like, what's that one thing holding you back? And three quarters of the room said Mm self-confidence. And and we all have things, certain things that we're a little less confident about than others, of course. And we see that big leap to the ultimate level of greatness that we want to take to be just too big. So... I, I've just been struggling with this. It's like, what, what's on that pathway? What's on that road? And let's face it, just being good, just trying to be good at something is good enough sometimes until yeah. we get to that that next level. And if you watch news, I know you watch news. I watch the news. If you listen to the to the media and, and really anybody that talks about the state of our, our, our world and our, our country, it's really hard to find good things in this world or people doing good. Good good just seems to be a challenge. Well, it does. I, I think the thing about, about good and being good and what is good, it is one of the most subjective descriptions that, that there is. Because there are a lot of really bad people who in their own reality of the world think that they are very good. Oh. Some of the worst people in history have thought that what they were doing was good. Thanos thought he was doing good. A lot of people did. I mm-hmm. could say some things. I'd probably offend some people out there. But uh, Let's do it. Let's yeah, get some yeah. attention. But a lot of really bad listeners. people feel like what they are doing is good or is for the greater good or however you want to phrase it. Okay. So, you know, you sort of have to start with, you know, what what is it? What does that really even mean? Mm. 
Well, to me, uh, it's the little things. It's a- achieving something for your fellow man or woman that fulfills their life. Mm-hmm. I think the ultimate definition of good is doing something for someone else. Because you can feel like you're a good person, but what if you're just sitting around by yourself all the time? You're not expressing that good anywhere. How do you express that that good? You can have good character. You can have good morals. You could have uh, the the best behave. You, you could be the most well behaved person on the earth. But it doesn't matter unless you apply that somewhere. Mm-hmm. How are you applying that goodness? And we have, I guess, a couple major categories where we apply that goodness. Number one would be your family. Mm-hmm. Number two would be work, because that's where we spend almost all of our time. Yeah. Uh, yep. Very few of us, me included, I used to do this, and I need to, well, I do it, just not nearly as much as I want to. The, ne- the next big area that I know that you're very focused on is applying good in, in the community. And that's yeah. that's tough, because we struggle with the the time. I, every Everyone everyone says, well, I just don't have enough time. That, and, and I get it. I feel the same way, too. And I'm involved in a couple nonprofits, but I don't do nearly as much as I want to there. Yep. And you're a volunteer firefighter on the side. That's a huge, that's a huge commitment on your part. That's a massive commitment. And I'm sure it makes you feel like, because it should make you feel like, that you, that you do good in that. Yeah, but that's not that's not honestly a driving a huge motivation. Really? I mean, I feel like I get more out of it than uh, than the people who we help. I, I mean, honestly, that. explain so. explain that more. Explain how you feel like you get more out of it than than the people you help. I mean, the relationships that uh, that I have through that world are the closest ones that I've ever had um, with with anybody mm-hmm. uh, with the people who I work with there. Um, the the skills that I've gotten to to learn through that. It's fun. I'm an adrenaline junkie. It kind of uh, it scratches that itch for me. Um, I, I mean, lots of reasons. So yeah, we get to give back, and 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 I enjoy helping people. So again, another, I get the satisfaction because I I enjoy that. But yeah, I feel like I get more out of it than what I even give. So you know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. and I think most people that do that would say something along the same lines. It's hard to it's hard to engage in anything where you're completely sacrificial. Like if you oh, if you far. if you totally. got nothing or very little out of that that time, I mean, let's face it, you just wouldn't you wouldn't be able to retain the energy and the strength to keep doing it. Well, you and I first met through a Rotary Club that we were both in. I mean, that's that's where mm-hmm. where we got to know each other. Yeah. And you know, again, were we doing service for others? Of course we were, absolutely. Yeah. But again, we got a lot out of that group as well, socially, um, just meeting new people being able to escape from the everyday to go and have that meeting, listen to great speakers. I can go on and on to all the things that we got out of that Rotary Club. And yeah, sure, we also gave back. Yeah. Like you said, it's it's rare that we do things that are just purely 100% selfless that mm. is something of a sacrifice um, that, that you wouldn't otherwise do unless it was helping other people. And a lot of the things that we do don't necessarily trace directly into uh, helping other people. Yeah, a lot of people I talk to struggle in their jobs because they don't feel fulfilled in that they're doing something good. That they're stuck in spreadsheets all day or something like that. They and want to make a difference. They want to make a difference, and and then you get to that point because we're both and we, we both spend a lot of our time in life doing things that make a huge difference in, in people's lives. And I'll be the first one to tell you, folks, once you get to the point where you have really found a vocation or something avocational, where you're really providing a lot of good to the world, it's still a struggle. Mm-hmm. 
sadly, because a lot of people don't necessarily want it. Yep. Uh, with your volunteerism in the fire department, I mean, you've told me many stories where it's it's a struggle. I mean, the things that people call you guys for are just unreal. And and I know that 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 bears on your abilities to continue to serve people when when it when when you're serving people that don't necessarily want to be served. Or in my world, I'm asking people to change all the time. Yeah. Very few people come to me wanting that change. Uh, it, it, I, I see that all the time. I've actually had several groups recently where that was an absolutely massive struggle for them. And they don't want to, they just don't want to participate anymore. And you know, you're doing good for people, but they don't know it. And then you start to really question, well, why, why would I even bother? So that, that feeling that you may have anywhere in your career, anywhere in your life, that feeling typically doesn't go away. It, it stays residual no matter how much good you're doing for other people. And, and that's just the doing part that, that we've been talking about here for the last few minutes. Right. What about being, just being a good person, just having the foundation of goodness in your life? Yeah, and this is where, like, I really, I know we're going to talk about some some lists and, and some traits, which I think are some good nuggets. I, you know, man, I really don't think that there is any sort of a single, singular path on how to be a good person person on mm. how to be good. I, I, you know, anybody who tries to tell you that these are the things that you need to do yeah. in order to be good, these are the boxes you need to check. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't buy it. I think there are so many different ways that you can be. And I think that lacking in one area uh, of this does not make you not a good person. Well, we're all, we're all uh, imperfect. Yeah, we all have sinful natures that get in the way of anything that would be considered good. Mm-hmm. We've got this huge laundry list of just things, just traits, all these traits of a, a truly good person. And so, as we as we dive into this in the show over the next twenty minutes or so, it's not necessarily about having all these traits. To your point, it's just it's impossible to have all of these traits and in, in, in to even keep them crafted well enough to exercise them all the time. What we're going to ask you to think about is think of the moments that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Just all these moments. Like you're having a moment right now. You're listening to us. When you're done listening to us, you're going to have another moment that you have to make a phone call, go check your email, go do something. There's all, there's, life is a collection of bazillion or Brazilian moments. Yep. And how are you utilizing, how are you living in every one of those moments? Mm-hmm. Are, are you really, are you really living for, for good in, in those particular moments? In some moments, uh, are, are huge in your life. Actually, there's only really, let's face it, a few moments that are really that big. It's all the other little moments that run together that we forget about and we take for granted. It's well, a lot time of, with our family. A lot of the time we don't know the big moments when they're happening or when they're about to happen. That's an excellent point. There's a few that you know. I mean, the day you get married, if, mm-hmm. if, if that's your thing, if you have children, uh, if you graduate from high school or college, get your first job and so forth, you know, so those are those are kind of the predictable days. Yeah. But my gosh, man, I've got a lot more, I've had a lot more unpredictable ones that have been game changers than the predictable ones. And that, un, that dis, call it a distraction, whatever that starts to lead you through that unpredictable day starts to be the things, if you're not careful, that really make you say in reflection, wow, I didn't, I didn't really handle those moments very well. Yeah. Um, Teresa, who just commented on Facebook Live, and I apologize, Teresa, I'm never going to be able to properly pronounce this guy's name that you just used as a quote. So, You'll have to look at our Facebook Live feed mm. to actually get the name. 
says the line between good and evil runs through every human heart. That is why good judgment is important. Uh, goodness and the lack of goodness coexist all the time inside of us, every time, all the time, and it's a choice. We have to choose how we want to exercise that part of our heart in the moment. I love that quote because it's a constant battle. Like this, this is a constant battle. I, I, I know that we've met people, we know people, we spend time with people that have a, a heart of goodness. You see that, you, you say commonly, God, they're just such a nice person. They're such a good person. And I hope someone would say that about me. I hope they would say that about you. But I don't think they see it that way. I think they have the exact same struggles of being good as the rest of us do. Yeah. That it's 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 in our nature to have that struggle. It's in our nature to, to fight that. And we beat ourselves up because we screw things up so much. Mm-hmm. And and I've heard people say, I'm just not a good person because they've done some bad things. Like, yeah. w- welcome to the club. It's called humanity. Our, uh, our, our nine-year-old said that to really? my wife and I. Yeah, wow. he said that a few times when he's when he's in trouble for something. Ah, and, you know, yeah. he but he but at that moment, no, 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 with tears in his eyes, he will seem to genuinely believe it. Mm. Um, and of course, we we tell him, you know, we we have a conversation with him about it. But you know, it's amazing for such a little little young human being to <laughs> be able to have that thing. emotion or or thoughts. Um, so yeah, so we do have some nuggets here. Of uh, at least what one person says are what the simple traits of a truly good person. Mm-hmm. What's from, the story with this from lifehack.com? Get out, get out your dipping sauce, folks, because we've got nuggets for you. Yeah, Popeyes or Chick fil A? <laughs> Does Popeyes even have nuggets? I, I mean, don't, I know they have a sandwich. Nobody cares right now. All they care about is a sandwich. Well, and they don't even have that anymore. Oh, they, really? ran, they ran out. You didn't Did hear they? about that? No, Popeyes ran out of chicken sandwiches. Did they really? Mm-hmm. My God. There was one store manager that said he was thinking about taking it off the menu because it was too much of a hassle. Yeah. Uh, there he's not a he, that's that's not a good place to be at Popeyes wow. right now. So 15 simple traits of a truly good person. We're going to run through a few of these on the show this morning. From lifehack.com, the guy's name is Kyle Robbins. Thank you Kyle for compiling this list for us so that we didn't have to. We appreciate your work. They are honest in relationships. And I I man, I tell you this one's a big one for me. Honesty like and by the way, everything on this list is is free to use. Like you don't have to earn your way into these things. Mm-hmm. Th- these are things that are already a part of you right now. It's a decision. It's a choice to be good in any of these areas. And the first one, they are honest in relationships, is probably, for me personally, one of the foundational, fundamental, critical, absolutely required parts of being a good person. Mm -hmm. Like once you are starting to become dishonest, especially in relationships with your spouse, with with your coworkers, your goodness level starts to just go away. I'm sorry, man. There's there's certain things that I just cannot tolerate in this world, and that's uh, thieves and liars. Yeah, yeah. And and I was talking to a friend recently, and we were kind of talking about this, and he sort of pointed out that dishonesty is a slippery slope, and it tends to pile on top of itself. Mm. And and basically, what he was saying is that once you start going down the path of dishonesty in a relationship you tend to grow and grow and grow that dishonesty. If you do it once, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you'll do it twice. If you Anywhere. do it twice, you'll do it four times. Four times becomes eight, and it just grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, there's more dishonesty in the relationship than than honest behavior. It's a habit. Yeah. It, it truly is. A, it's, it's an easy habit for that person. If that yep. person starts, you're absolutely right. And if you're on the other end of that, one of my favorite quotes came from a friend named Clark. He said, and I don't even know if it's his or he got it somewhere, never get into an argument with liars. They have unlimited ammunition. Mm-hmm. Just remember that, folks. Yeah. 
Another one on this list, God, these are just so simple. These, and by the way, these are ones that we've picked out that you can use in all the various moments of your life. They are polite. Mm. Just be nice. My goodness. And the one thing that gets in your way of, of being polite is your emotions. Is you just? And by the way, it, the one thing that gets in the way of all of these on this list is you, is your selfishness and what you want in the moment. If you stop thinking about yourself for that one moment, and this is something I struggle with. Like when I catch myself stressed, anxious, in conflict with others, it's 100% I am focused on what I want. And I started to lose focus on what other people want. And the habit of politeness, gosh, talk about the easiest one on here and the freest one on here, is just to say thank you. A hat tip to Fraser, who's been on, he, he guest co-hosted for us one time. He's called in a couple times with uh, Grandpa Huey. He is, he really, he taught me politeness because everything that I ever did for him, 100%, he always said thank you. Yeah. And it, at, at first it was a little annoying. I'm like, why do you always tell me thank you? Because I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't used to hearing it. I wasn't used to saying it. I acquired the, high, the, the habit of saying thank you, which I felt made me just generally a more polite person ev- everywhere. Yeah. Just go out of your way to be polite to somebody. Smile. Dale Carnegie said, principle number five, smile. Just be freaking polite, folks. It's not that difficult. Maybe we should have a whole show on being polite. I think politeness is important. I I don't necessarily know that if you're in not an overly polite person, if it makes you not a good person, but it is definitely a trait that will help. Absolutely. Uh, and tying into that one is the next one, they are kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing kindness. And so far, of these three that we've listed, they are on the list of being good. These are also traits on your path to sometimes, someday, becoming great if you just do it consistently. Um, They think of others. The Mm -hmm. only way to be able to pull that one off is to stop thinking so much about yourself and what you want. Selfishness has been a theme on this show for the two and a half years that we've been here that if we just think less about ourselves and more about the other person, you can really you you can become anything you want, and and you'll fulfill your calling, you'll fulfill your purpose in life. Um, yeah, I was having a conversation with uh, somebody who works with us yesterday about empathy. Ooh. Long conversation because this person uh, kind of has had a lack of empathy is just sort of part of their personality mm. and uh it it's causing some problems it's causing some problems internally it's causing yeah. some problems with customers and uh, we had to had to have a little chat about uh about empathy mm-hmm. another one on this list is they go the extra mile mm. and it doesn't even have to be an extra mile folks sometimes you can just go an extra inch with somebody or something and have that 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 relationship go to a completely different level. And typically I think James and why this was on the list where it says go the extra mile is we tend to only give things, situations and people exactly what they think they need at a minimum. Mm-hmm. Like if someone needs uh, if someone has a question, we just give them the answer. Right. If someone needs some time to talk, we just give them enough time that we think they need to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all based on what we want, really. And 
if you just take a moment to think about what does that person really need from me? What does that person really want from me? And how can I give them a little bit extra? How do you know it's extra? It's because you're done. If you're done, I got to go, I got things to do. If at that moment, that's when the extra mile begins Mm -hmm. every single time. It's only when you feel like you are done with a situation or person that you need to give it a little bit of extra. So that's that's what the extra mile is. And it's and it even goes beyond treat others the way you want to be treated. It it's it's truly exceeding their expectations, not just barely meeting them. Yeah. Um and a a couple more on this list. They make the best out of every situation. I I don't think I make the best out of every situation. I, I feel like I get caught in that trap of uh, just getting through every, not every moment, getting through many moments to get to the next moment. It's like being on a train and you know where your station is and the stations along the way are a nuisance to you yeah. because it's getting in the way of you getting to where you want to go. But folks, I'm 45 years old and don't take my advice. I'm probably at the halfway point, I hope, of of life. But if you talk to a lot of folks in their 80s and especially in their 90s, the advice that I hear most often for them is cherish every single moment. It does not matter how bored you are, how insignificant you think it is. Please, please don't look at it as just another stepping stone to get to something else you want, because it's those moments, once you add those up, that make the most meaning, not just in your life, but the life of others, because those are probably the moments that are most important to the people around you, Yeah, your kids, your coworkers, these folks that are very, very important to you in life. Well, and, and you know, boy, we, we could and probably should do a whole show about that. I mean, you know, living, living in the moment and appreciating the moment, it is human nature to always think about the next mm-hmm. thing. I mean, to be brutally That's honest, true. I've I've been sitting here for a few minutes. I've got a meeting in about an hour, and I've been sitting here thinking about that meeting. Yep. I, you know, when I'm in that meeting, I'll be thinking about the fact that I've got, you know, my kids' school orientation this afternoon that I've got to get to. And by tonight, I'll be thinking about how the weekend starts tomorrow night, which we'll spend most of Friday thinking about how we can't wait till Friday night and it's the weekend. And then through the weekend, we'll be stressing about the fact that Monday is just around the corner Mm. or Tuesday since it's a holiday this week. uh, And we've got to go back to work. And, you know, it's human nature that we that we frame our lives that way. And uh, man, if people could live in the moment more and truly make the most out of every situation, uh, that'd be that'd be a great thing. It's almost as if we're well. I think of Dale Carnegie's quote: "Remember, today is the tomorrow that you worried about yesterday." Yeah, that we always just re- repeating what you just said. We're we're always looking ahead rather than down. Yeah, because it's the moment that we're in right now that matters the most. I I think of the folks that. Um, uh, have a big life goal, like say you got a wedding coming up, or you're. I was talking to a few folks this week that have some babies coming up, and a friend of mine uh, said he was kind of. He, he felt like he had the next ten, or uh, she's due next month, like the next ten or twelve years. Like he's got a good grasp on that. He's just really worried about when this kid becomes a teenager. But the, the, the baby's not even born yet. He's worried about it becoming a teenager. Yeah. And my advice was. You have to absolutely live in the moment because you have absolutely no idea what you're doing as a parent every moment. Right. And it's not like you've done this a hundred times. No, you're right. And and at the same time, those those thoughts all creep into our heads from the time. I mean, I remember with newborns, you know, thinking about 
someday, you know, we're going to have to deal with a teenager and all that. And I've blinked and here I am. I'm less, I'm less than a year away from oh, having wow. a teenager in the house, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's tough. And that, you know, we're digressing again, could do a whole show about that. It is extremely challenging for human beings to live in the moment. Yeah. So we went to Facebook this week, uh, Tuesday night, with the question, what are the traits of a truly good person? And I think the, the way that question was, was framed really changed the answers that people gave. When you say truly good, because everyone does something good every once in a while, James. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Yes. You can catch anybody doing something good sometimes. But when you think of the words truly good it starts to make people really reflect to the core and the soul of a human being. I, I, we've got so many here, I can't go through these, because there was just dozens of responses to this to this Facebook post. But Jody said, compassion, honesty, patience, and selfishness. And by the way, a lot of people commented with multiple words, almost to the point where it becomes blurry. They, yes. the There were some consistencies, though, that I thought were interesting because what what I saw time and time again uh, was some form of selflessness. I mean, that selflessness is throughout like more than half of these comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I, I think that's that's absolutely true. I think, you know, like you said, thinking about people above yourself is a huge part of it. Uh, but no, we had some we had some great responses. You can't be good in a vacuum. No. There's no such thing. Nope. You cannot, goodness cannot exist. Greatness, this whole thing of good and great cannot exist by yourself. It has to involve other people. As we said at the top of the show, it really doesn't matter how good you are if you're not out there exercising that somewhere, somehow with the people that matter in your life. Just a couple more, because uh, we already talked about it, unselfishness and empathy Loyalty and honesty came from Walter. We've talked about all that. We didn't talk about loyalty in here, mm-hmm. uh, but we've certainly covered the unselfishness, empathy, and honesty part. Uh, Travis probably said it best just as, a, as an all-encompassing, covering everything. They think about others before themselves. Yep. And it's pr- by far one of the hardest things to do as a human being is for you to put someone else before you all the time. On the flip side of that, though, James, a lot of those folks I was telling you about this week that said 75% felt like they lack confidence. It turned out that most of them selfishly give to other people all the time and there's nothing left for themselves. So where do you draw the line on goodness whenever you yourself loses who you are yeah. in the process? Yep. I mean, that's that's a that's a huge issue. And we're starting to bring the show in for landing, so I, w- I want to start to kind of bookend this on the, the topic is, is good good enough? Because if you look at just what you all thought were these traits of good, and you think about really good people in your life, talk about a high bar. Like good, good becomes the high bar to jump over. Like I I think many people don't even believe they're close to being good if you look at all of these traits, let alone try to leave a mark on the universe and become this great, inspiring mentor leader. The, The number one objective here, folks, is to take all the pressure off of yourself Take every single moment that you have in your life and do something for someone else. That's it. I mean, it's 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 an unbelievably simple and very, very difficult because the one thing in your way of that 
is you mm-hmm. and you thinking about yourself and deciding what you want and how do you spend your time. And this is a this this is a shift that if you don't make soon, you'll have to deal with some regrets later on. Yeah. Because you'll start to look back on your legacy and you look back on as your kids get older, talk about kids. Uh they're they're growing up so fast. I feel like if I don't spend more time in every single moment uh, appreciating them and spending some quality time with them, it's just going to snap and blink of an eye. It's going to be over. But it and it it does it does. And you know, like I said, I mean, I, I had our our oldest was born like seemingly yesterday, yeah. and he starts seventh grade next wow. week, and we're two years from high school. And I mean, and I know those two years are going to go by, you know, mm-hmm. in a blink as yeah. well. And, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And, and, you know, and that's another thing that, that I want to talk about in shows down the road is kind of the acceleration of time. Mm. Uh, that's a fascinating topic. I've, I've read some books about it and, uh, you know, just how we, as we get older, time continues to accelerate uh, yeah. in our, in our perception of it. Is good, good enough. Is it? Is good good enough? I think it is. I think if if you look at the list that we have talked about today, if you look at the Facebook post and you look at every single trait of a truly good person, brothers and sisters, good is good enough. Yeah. I mean, the show is called The Great People Show, and you and I, and I think this is a, a great topic to kick off this new season because you and I talk about a lot, you know, a lot of friends that haven't listened to the show, they, they'll see it on my Facebook page or whatnot. And, you know, and they'll say, so what, so are, are you the great person? And no, we're, we're not. It, the show is about being on your path to being yeah. a great person. But guess what? It's probably never going to happen. I mean, to really be a great person, to really do everything that we talk about and all the things that we'll never talk about on the show, because you could spend a lifetime discussing it. You'll never, you'll never get there, but we sure as heck can try and we can accomplish the good. Some days I just want to be able to lay in my bed and put my head on the pillow and say, I got pretty close to being good today. Yeah. And that is perfectly fine as long as you're always making that strive towards that. As you mentioned, James, with season two here of The Great People Show, we're going to be bringing a lot more people into the studio to have some conversations about what it means to uh, get outside of our comfort zone and uh, make an impact more on other people and getting out of the daily ruts of our life of how do I how do I really make my mark on the universe? We just have a really exciting season ahead of us. We want to thank you all for being here. I'm going to leave you with this quote that came from Angela on our Facebook page. You do not become good by trying to be good but by finding the goodness that is already within you and allowing that goodness to emerge. But it can only emerge if something fundamental changes in your state of consciousness from Eckhart Tolle. Thank you all for being here. Check us out next week. See ya later. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week 